We're back. It's 1118. And Kelly Schostrom is joining us for Budgeting Basics today. Kelly, thanks for being here. Hello, Kelly. Thank you always for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. This is always a fun segment to try to help people look at their money and things things in the economy right now. Everything's so expensive and trying to figure out how to get by and what you can live without and, and every and enjoy your life still, right? Money can't, uh, we can't let money control our lives and ruin or make or break us. So this is going to be good today because we're talking about the top money saving tips for 2023. Yes. And Kelly, we could go down a list of the top 100 tips, right? That you can find on Google or whatever website. Um, but we're going to focus on just four today. And we're going to, these are going to be some four kind of big ticket items. And so um, I know it's January. And so those credit card statements are coming into the mail and we are realizing, I call it the holiday hangover. We're realizing how much we spent in December and November, and mm. we're having to start paying it off. And it could be, and so maybe you weren't ready January 1st for a financial new year's resolution, but maybe you're getting ready now because, you know, things are getting a little bit real, but that's okay. We're not here to dwell on our past um, spending habits or mistakes. We're, we're here to just like, think about what can we actually do to change our situation? Okay. All right. So let's take a look at about four different things. Then where do you want to start? Okay. So the first one, it's called the 80-20 rule. And I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but let's dive into it. So the 80-20 rule is saying that there's these big expenses and they are your housing, your transportation, your groceries. I like to think of it as... Um, Anything, if you lost your job today, what are the things that you would absolutely still have to pay for, right? Um, we would probably cancel Netflix, our Amazon Prime membership, but we would still have to pay our rent or our mortgage. And so 80% of your income is probably going to be going towards these big things, these necessity items. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how much of your money is going towards these items, now is a really good time to look at it. And if you haven't created a budget before, even though Kelly and I talk about them every week and they're so great, but this is a way to kind of dig a little bit into this information without having to create a budget. You can just quickly look at these big expenses, the, the, like we said, the housing, the car expenses, the insurance, the gas, the groceries, taxes, how much you spend on healthcare. If it's 80% of your income or less, you're doing great. If it's, if it's a little bit higher than that and your car payments making you be at the 90% rate, that sort of thing, that's for sure, Kelly, why you're feeling the stress of the paycheck to paycheck, because you're, you're spending too much on these, these big items. And so, and then with that, 80% is for the necessity things, the big ticket items, and 20% is going to be, that is your savings, that is your fun, that is your vacation, because we still want to have that balance. We still want to make sure that we're spending on the fun parts of life. I have to be honest with you, in this in this category, maybe it's the location of where we live. Minnesota is a high tax state. I think about what you're saying with this 80-20 rule, and I think I go and I look at everything in my house. I look at my, I have a car payment. Maybe I don't need a car payment. Maybe I should be riding a bike to work, but I don't think it's realistic. Uh, so I need a good car. I have a car. I have a house. And then I think about things like, uh, you know, things to make the house work, right? The electric bills and those things. And I, I, I look at this over and over sometimes and I go, I absolutely cannot change this. And if I got rid of my house and lived in an apartment, it would be no cheaper for me. There's no change I can make because of the size of my family and, and that thing. I feel like sometimes that 80-20 rule is really, really hard to make happen in this economy where, you know, raises aren't going up to keep up with what the economy is charging for groceries. Exactly. And, 
And there's like two sides of that, right, Kelly? So the people in San Francisco, New York City will obviously say the exact same thing. There's no yeah. way that $5,000 a month month in rent in a, for an apartment in New York City, I'm going to live within my means within 80% of my salary, right? It's just not possible. But there's this, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. There's okay. this little, there's this other side. We only have so much money, Kelly. And if 95% of it is going towards just your basic living, something has to give because that is not sustainable. And either you're going to just be stressed and depressed and overwhelmed all the time because you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're feeling that, right? Yep. Um, or you're going to go into credit card debt and you're kind of like, look, look the other way and you're not going to worry about it. And so while I think the 80-20 rule is a general rule, we're not, if you're at 81%, you know, you're fine. Um, I think it's something to just look at. I think it's something to say, okay, I, I honestly have no idea how much I'm spending in these areas. Let me just add it up and let me just see about what we're at. And remember people, taxes are included in here, but if you're getting taxes taken out of your paycheck, don't count it twice. Um, and so be a little smart in that sense. But um, we're talking to the people, Kelly, that make 4,000 a month and have a $800 a month car payment, right? We're talking to the people that maybe live in a house that's beyond their means. And maybe the mortgage is affordable technically, but then you add electricity for that big house, heat in the winter for that big house. And so we're not saying to sell your house overnight. We're not saying to sell your car overnight, but this is just going to be that high ticket item, that, that category that is going to make a big difference if you are able to either reduce the spending in those areas or bump up your income to have it, have it balance out a little bit more. Yeah, definitely don't close your eyes to it because getting to know what that is first is like the first step for sure. Exactly. And, and, you know, groceries is included in there. And so have some real conversations with yourself of how much food do I throw away every week just because it goes bad? Or um, do I not meal prep? Am I, am I buying things that, you know, cause for one, like three little this is a really silly example, but I'm the thing that comes to mind is like green onions, you know, how it's like a garnish. And so oh, you're yeah. buying like a whole bundle of green onions, which I'm sure is like a dollar. So this is like I said, a horrible example, but, <laughs> and you're using like a tiny bit of it. So those are just like tiny, tiny things, but think about the more expensive groceries that you're buying that maybe go to waste or you don't necessarily need it. And again, Kelly, this isn't for all of time. I'm not trying to ask you to never buy groceries for your family that seem right. luxurious or seem exciting. This is just what we're trying to get out from underneath. We're trying to get out of that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle. And we're just trying to make a little bit of a dent and try to get ahead of our finances. All right. Perfect. All right. So let's move on then. What's next? All right. So after we figure out where, let's say we're at 80% with our, those big categories, we're going to use that 20% on what we value. And this is where it's going to get really important, especially if those, that big, those big categories are more than, um, 80%, mm -hmm. what we value that we're using the rest of the money that we have remaining on what we value. And so, as you can see, where times are tough, the economy, we don't have a lot of leeway for spending thing, spending on things that don't really matter to us, Kelly. And so I'm, if you're, let's use the example that everyone loves to, you know, use with the coffee in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not a big, you don't need Starbucks or insert any other chain out there, right? But you do it because you're maybe running late every day or it's convenient because it's in your office building. Those are the people that I'm talking to. If you don't value having that fancy cup of coffee, you're just doing it out of convenience. That is a really easy place that you can reduce your spending in. And same with, yeah. if you're not a big foodie, you're just eating out because you didn't have time to cook dinner and you're finding that you're eating out four or five nights a week, or you're getting delivery. It, it, you don't have value in restaurant food, right? You just didn't 
prep or you didn't have time to plan accordingly. And so figure out what you actually value in life and let's use our money towards those things to actually increase our happiness versus spending money just out of convenience. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you drank a $6 coffee drink five days a week, it's like $120 a month. Where could that $120 go? And you find something else like that. All of a sudden you're up to three or $400 going, oh my goodness. I, I just need to cut out some of this little stuff. Okay. All right. So what's next? We're moving on to number three. All right. So we're going to draw on the line of the sand and what you don't value. And so this is where we have to be okay with saying no to things. And so we have to, when friends invite us to certain things, or if our spouse asks if we want to do something or whatever the situation is, if your kids say, mom, can we spend money on this? If it's, if it's not in the defined values of what your family enjoys to spend money on, what is important to you guys? Do you like to spend time together or do you like to go out and buy things? Whatever it is for your family, everybody's different. We have to draw a line and we have to start saying no to things. And this is going to be a little bit easier if that 80-20 rule is not in your favor. If 95% of your, your money is going towards you know the big things and you only have 5% of money to actually play with, it's going to be a little bit easier to say no to those things that you don't really care about. Right. But it's when we have a little bit more, um, money that we're just wasting, we could be paying off our debt, but we're just wasting it. Or also when we, um, when we just want to, we're okay with using our credit cards and we're just adding money to that. And so draw a line in the sand, say, no, put your values on the fridge, put it, make a little thing with your family and the kids and decide we enjoy these things. And our money is going to go towards these things. Okay. One more step. Yep. We're going to simplify. And so when we simplify, things are easier. And so cut out anything that is going to make you stressed out. Um, An easy example is cleaning out your email inbox. And so you no longer are getting those coupons and those deals and those offers. So by unsubscribing to all those emails, not only are you going to clear that mental clutter, that email clutter, you're also going to be less tempted to spend money on things that you wouldn't have necessarily bought before. Same Mm. with getting rid of things around the house, get rid of all the clutter, get rid of the things that are just bogging down your life and stressing you out um, and make some money while you're selling those items or while you're cleaning up your inbox. It's a good idea. All of these are really good ideas. And this is a really great, simple way to break things down and just say, okay, let's sit down together and look at this stuff and see what we can do. Exactly. And it all starts with, I love what you said in the beginning, Kelly, about just look at it. We're not asking you to change things, especially overnight, but just be aware of your financial situation and you can, and you'll find out, okay, it's not as bad as I thought I was. I was stressing out over nothing or, okay, maybe I have an opportunity to reduce my spending in these two areas and whatever money I save in those two areas, I'm going to start putting it towards my credit card bill. And then that's just easy money that you already had that you found that you can start reducing that credit card debt. You don't have to go out and get a second job. You don't have to, you know, give up everything and be really sad and eat beans and rice every single day, but small, small changes. And then remember to actually use that money to pay off your debt to whatever your goals are so that you can actually see those changes. When I think it's a brilliant way to do it. I do. I think you should set this up kind of like, uh, this is like date night. Okay. Date night is kind of like what you and your husband do. You have that little night where you sit down once a month and have a glass of wine and go over this stuff. But Make it like something that's a project, you know, like you're instead of sewing or doing whatever you do, this is one of those things that you want to do. Love it, Kelly. Good job. Thank right. you. It's Kelly Showstrom. Kellyshowstrom.com. You can learn more. You can actually get lots of great free uh, items from her to help you figure out how to do all this. She's got great documents that she's put together. She herself has been able to get out from under debt uh, and did it in a very short period of time. And you can read all about her personal story. She's a Minnesota girl who did it. And uh, she just wants to help other people 
uh, get, take that stress out of their life too. 